0: Hey there, boys and girls, it's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice.
1: Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Project Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the Talking... Okay, (laughs) I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast on the new pod, World Order Network. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast... Talking Codswallop, right here, man.
2: Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. With me today... I have a returning guest. Yes. He appeared on episode seven, I believe.
0: Wow. So early. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we should make a deal where I come on every 16 episodes. That's fair. I, I would do it.
2: Yeah. But I haven't introduced you yet, so you're not supposed to be talking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all right. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, by that laugh, you may have recognized the laugh there. It is Chuck Staton. Oh, yeah. That's twice in a row now that I've got his surname correctly, and Brian Johnson got it uh-huh. wrong once.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. He's got it now. He's got it now. Oh,
2: that's good. And yeah. so it's almost to the date being six months that we last recorded. Right. So what's been going on? Because I know you've had quite a lot of adventures, haven't you? So
0: it's it's so funny. I'm looking at we're on Skype, and I'm looking at my little box at the bottom, and my hair is so tall that it's outside the box. Yeah, I know. I'm in the box, but my <laughs> hair is pushing up. Um, so. New stuff, man! It's been crazy. It's been a it's been a lot of uh, interesting developments. I think last time last time I came on, I couldn't talk about elephants in the room, yeah. right? I was alluding to it. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, so you know, we came out with elephants in the room, uh, working with Telm Steve, Dave uh, on that video project, and that was great. Um, but behind the scenes, it was really interesting. Actually, probably around March, uh, we found out that we were going to be playing Warp Tour. Yes. in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, and we had wanted to put out a new album. So we planned like let's put out a new album so that we have a new album around out around Warp Tour and we can use it to promote. And uh, I'm sorry, my band Senior Discount. I'm in a punk band called Senior Discount. I didn't make that clear. And uh, when we got a Warp Tour, we said we wanted to come out with a new album. And uh, around that time, you know, we wanted to figure out a cool way to put it out and figure out like a, a new step, you know, and. Started reaching out to labels that I looked up to, and uh, a label that I love and look up to, Paper and Plastic Records, actually wanted to put out our album. So since then, my band has come out with a new album. Yeah,
2: and you've got a record label.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah, I'm putting that down to um, being on Talking Codswallop, if I'm honest. I think so. Yeah.
0: You know what? I I sent out all these emails about how we wanted to put out this album, and the first thing I put is my interview on Talking Codswallop. Yeah. And the guy wrote he wrote back. He said. I didn't even read the email, just saw that you got interviewed as, you know, guest number seven on Talking Codswallop. You're getting a deal. You're getting, I'm not even going to listen to your music. You get a deal. So and
2: that's how it's done at this podcast, everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's all you need.
2: Yeah, the artist doesn't need to do any hard work mm-hmm. behind it.
0: Yeah. Well, it's that. this is the step.
2: <laughs> oh, but seri- on a serious note, though, congratulations on that, because it's a long time Thank coming. You. So
0: yeah yeah thank you very much Yeah, the band has been around for a long time honestly you know it's funny because the band actually started as a concept where you know it was it started before we could play instruments we're like let's be a band and we'll figure out the instrument part afterwards and uh so i think it's been 14 years since we started playing seriously in the band and it was you know a lot of uh a lot of ups and downs over the years, but yeah, this is a huge deal for us. It's a it's a big deal. Paper and Plastic is a record label that's owned by Vinny from the band Less Than Jake, yeah. and Less Than Jake is like like honestly, I probably have my list of like my top five punk bands that I consider to be like the most influential and like a cut above the rest in terms of what inspired us, uh, my band Senior Discount. And uh, Lesson Jake has always been on that list. It inspired our vocal style. It inspired our belief in this energetic, fast-paced but very high-quality songwriting. Um, Lesson Jake has always been at the, th- you know,
2: yeah, I agree,
0: a big band we look up to. So the idea of Vinny from Lesson Jake.
2: Sorry, I was going to say you can definitely hear it within your music as well. You know how you can hear in bands yeah. who are yeah.
0: inspired by songs? yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that because they're they're the best. They're incredible. Um, and uh getting signed by Vinny to his label is is like a dream come true. It's awesome. I'm I'm super proud and I'm super happy that we get to this point.
2: Oh, pretty brilliant! And I'm still saying, oh, brilliant. <laughs> 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 I still
0: say an old brilliant. Like need to stop saying that. that? <laughs> Do you like it? Oh, okay. Why? What's wrong with that? What's that? What's wrong with old oh, brilliant? I love that. No. That's what I want you to hear you say. Oh,
2: okay, brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. perfect <laughs> no but sometimes i just think that it sounds a little bit condescending i don't mean it oh really condescending way. yeah
0: but it is brilliant and anyway. no if i was if i was gonna write uh, a script starring british people i would write brilliant every other line i would just go i would just go with like hacky tropes that's it all i would do is just like the stuff that people expect stereotype <laughs> oh. you, you would be played by jason statham oh
2: okay fantastic <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: can't I have like um, what's her name? Uh, she was in. Oh shit! <laughs> Kate,
0: <laughs> can't I
2: have Kate Beckinsale instead?
0: There you go. Yeah. yeah, sure, sure. Jason Statham has a cooler voice. He has like a Jason Statham's voice is like a tough guy mixed with a cartoon because there's some sort of like there's like a highness to it. You know what I mean? Where he's like like it's like a it's it's weird. I love Jason Statham's voice. I love
1: it. <laughs> I always said forever And now I say so long These times we cannot sever I've never been so wrong I rise above the ember
2: We're going with orange today, not blue shit. Today
0: It's orange today. It's a, is a cold brew coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Do you know what Dunkin' Donuts is?
2: Uh, I do because I've been to America before, but um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a donut shop basically, isn't
0: it? It's pretty much it's it's for me, it's more of a coffee shop, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a donut shop. Yeah, basically, like for the past I don't know how many months, probably like eight months, I've been on this like kind of like a diet kick, and uh, one of the things I do is I drink cold brew coffee. For like the first third of the day, instead of eating food, and it's been helpful.
2: Oh, okay, pretty
0: Yeah, it's good. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing in it for calories. So I go, I go for cold brew coffee, and it keeps me, keeps me full, sort of, kind of, a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, because um, I'm in the process, because you know that I'm going on the impractical Jacob's cruise in February. Yes. So I'm in the process of doing my own diets and things to actually lose weight for that. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. It's fun. So, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> starving yourself is really fun
0: <laughs> it's it's fun to figure out your little tricks and be like oh i like this like the cold brew coffee thing has really helped me out a lot yeah oh
2: that's good it's
0: good it's good stuff man it's
2: just a shame we haven't got it over here
0: so but you know, it's, you know what, what, do you, what do you mean you must do you have iced coffee in england yeah yeah do you have cold brew coffee do you know what that is no. cold brew coffee is you know what I don't want to sound like an idiot. So let me, let me, I'm going to Google a description. I'm going to give you a description of cold brew coffee. Okay. But essentially, what it is, is it has a higher amount of caffeine in it and it's like a little bit more concentrated. So it's smoother. It's smoother than regular iced coffee. Let me see. Cold brew definition and see what it is. Ready?
2: Cold brew to me seems like beer.
0: Yeah. It says chilled coffee made from grounds that have been steeped in room temperature or cold water for several hours. And so. It's a lot smoother and it's stronger. It has a stronger taste if you like the taste of coffee. And it actually, I think it has a little bit more caffeine. It's very good. I like it a lot. Oh,
2: okay, pretty.
0: Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to. This, this is what people tuned in for. They were like, can they explain to each other small, <laughs> small, specific <laughs> foods from different areas? Yes. <laughs> They'll Google the definitions, too. They don't even know. They're not even confident <laughs> in what it is themselves. They have to look it up.
2: Well, we're all about the facts at the Talking Cods Wallet Podcast. We'd rather give you the correct information than the incorrect yes. information.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's good. That's fair. I like that. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like that. So um yeah. obviously talking about the band. One yeah. thing that I actually failed to ask you on our last podcast together was yeah. actually talking about who who the other members of your band are. Because obviously oh, yeah. not just yourself. So yeah. who is in your band?
0: So the band is made up of uh my cousin Christian, who is my drummer, uh, he's been in the band since day one. You know, we kind of we started the band together when we both, like I said, didn't play instruments at all. Like when we started practicing, we were like, "All right, I have a guitar on me. You're sitting behind a drum kit. Now we're gonna figure out how to use these things." Yeah. He was, you know, he, I grew up with him. He was one of my best friends growing up. Uh, always hung out since we were like, like since uh, he was two months old. Cause he's two months older than me. Um, and uh, he's he's the drummer of the band. Then uh, it's my buddy Abe. Korea is the uh, bass player of the band, and he's a little shrimpy guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, op- he's you know if Jason Statham had an opposite, it'd be Abe Correa. <laughs> um, and uh, you know I've been friends with him probably since you know I- I'd say probably for like eleven years at this point. And then our other other lead guitarist is Matt Kelly. We call him Cat Food Kelly, um, because one time he when he was a baby or a child. He uh, forced his brother to eat cat food. So that's nickname <laughs> stuff.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, the little. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. And uh, Matt Kelly is lead guitarist. And it's interesting. He uh, he actually came up in the same scene in the Providence music scene. Providence, Rhode Island is where we're from. And uh, he was in a band called Lemon Lime Tennis Shoes. They were a great ska band for a long time around oh, here. Sounds
2: like an amazing name. They're, they're,
0: honestly, do you like ska? Yeah, I do. Oh, man, I'll send you lemon lime's uh, tennis shoe stuff. He was the he was the lead guy in that band. He was the front man, the writer and the lead singer, and, you know, guitarist as well. And uh, they were just an awesome band that we played with for years and years and years. And uh, they broke up at some point. I'm not exactly sure when I think it was honestly right after he joined our band. I think he joined our band in two thousand and twelve and like in like he might have started practicing right before like like the end of two thousand and eleven, but I think our first show together was February two thousand and twelve. We played a show with the Toasters um matt kelly yeah he was from that band he did a lot of great stuff in that band in terms of writing and uh i just i always respected him as like a, like a, a musician and um in joining the band because we, we knew each other but kind of more casually at that time but in joining the band we've become really like close friends over the past you know let's call it six and a half years and he's just another great dude but those are the those are the four guys uh we may we, we are the four that make up the band. And uh, it's great. Everyone kind of has their different roles. And uh, one of the things I really feel strongly about on stage is uh, banter and personality. I really feel like... I think that's important. Yeah. And I think that uh, it's it's interesting. Like I, I, I know a lot of people don't feel like this, but in my world, I live in a world where my feeling about music is kind of, fuck the aesthetic. I always say, fuck the aesthetic. And what that means to me is like... I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, I only like this genre and this genre. I only like this genre. I really don't have a – like I, I gravitate towards specific genres that I like. But I, I really feel like for me it's more about good music than whatever this specific genre is. You know, in a punk rock band, I love punk rock. I love no effects and these kind of obscene, fast, you know, yelling, thrashy bands. But like I love Disney music. I love Disney soundtracks too, you know. Yeah. So I feel like when you go to a show – One of the most important things a live band can do to connect to a new person in the audience is be funny and be personable and put your personality out there so that people can kind of really connect to that. So what I appreciate about the rest of the band is that I think we all fit these roles of of what we are on stage in terms of making a funny collective of people. Abe is very sarcastic. He's kind of the person I talk to on stage. Matt Kelly, our guitarist, is actually fairly stone-faced but he's uh he's you know he's a good guy to bounce stuff off of he's kind of the straight man and my cousin Christian is just you know he's gotta have you have ever heard this phrase like they're on the spectrum you know what that means
2: yes yeah I do. I,
0: I, I guarantee Christian is somewhat on the spectrum you know I'm not saying that as an insult it's just who he is He just there's some things he just he just has a completely different outlook on things. He's just like skewed in a way that I can't even tell. But he surprises me with stuff once in a while, uh, makes me laugh. And he's great on stage. Honestly, I think that my band, you know, Senior Discount has this reputation of being the funny band. And man, we really push that. We That's a, a huge, huge part of what we do live. Um, and I love it. I think it's really important. And I think that we have a great chemistry together to, to be able to do that. Because it's, it's easy. It's not everyone can do it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I think also with regards to like... Punk and ska bands—they kind of have to have comedy with them.
0: I think so too. I think it's a huge part of the genre. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it does. Yeah, it does make up for the stage. Because I remember yeah. seeing um, uh, there's a British band called Sponge. Don't know if you're familiar yeah. with them. Yeah. I really like them, and mm-hmm. they played in a pub in my town, and it was mm-hmm. only a small venue, but it was just such a fun, funny evening. Literally, yeah jumping up and down it was so close in that you like we were all on top yeah. of each other it was like horrible in a way but it was <laughs> awesome
0: <laughs> well the, the the energy of a of a punk rock show you know you look for a lot of different things from different styles of music and i think that punk rock has the uh, the highlights of energy is a mm-hmm. big part of it and you know fast upbeat music is happy and then you know how far away from that is comedy and uh, you know that's all it all kind of lives together for me yeah. it's another thing that less than jake really brought to the table for me uh as well as blink When or and and no effects is uh being funny you know what i mean yeah
2: and then you've got bowling for soup haven't you and oh yeah in my opinion just they are actually probably one of the funniest bands yeah they are i remember seeing them at a festival and uh in the uk or in Wales, should I say of the UK, they're classed as sheep shaggers. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of sheep. <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically what, sorry, I'm not very good with names, but the lead singer on his, Jared, Jared. Yeah. On his, um, on his microphone, he had a, mm. a sheep. <laughs> it was like threaded up from its bum
0: <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's awesome he helped us uh jared actually helped us do a big prank on our old guitarist Oh, i um, think I
2: remember you saying yeah
0: yeah we haven't released the video of that we're actually we want to release the video of that prank as promotion for this album and i i mean i'll, I'll let this slide here because it's not really that big of a secret but i'm actually going to try to get jared to post that on the bowling for soup youtube page oh, wow to help us out with spreading the word you know He's a great guy. I actually, I haven't talked to him in a little bit. We played together on Sunday at Warped Tour. He was on Warped Tour as well.
2: Yeah, As I was just looking up the lineup
0: of who was there. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So great. I'm hoping to uh, get in touch with him soon. He has a podcast, too, that I'd like to appear on and talk about uh, music stuff uh, to push the album as well. He seems he's he's, he's been so nice to us. I want to make it super clear. I have no connection to Jarrett. He lives in Texas and I live in Rhode Island. And so we're like half a country away from each other. (laughs) And I just reached out to him for help with this prank. And he filmed stuff for the prank and he helped us out. It was fucking, it was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. He was so nice.
2: See, that's nice. It's because it's, uh, it makes them human as well, doesn't it?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're a great band. I mean, I did a really in-depth interview with uh, the bassist Eric on their tour bus one time. And we kind of, we seriously sat down for an hour and a half and we basically got through the first third of the story of the band. And he was just awesome. He was just an awesome dude and he loved doing it. He's like, I'd love to come back on the podcast and continue the story. But I think everyone's like that. You know, I think everyone's, everyone that's like in a, you got to think that most people that are in successful bands, went through the hard times, went through the work, and pulled it together. And they're probably, you know, talented, fun people to talk to. So it never surprises me when someone is super nice like that and someone's super personal. Yeah. Personable, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Someone's super personable.
2: (laughs) Okay. We'll cut out the word that you did wrong then. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Please. That idiot!
0: That's what they do. They don't want to listen to the album because of that.
2: Yeah, there's going to be a thread on uh, um, Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Butch
0: Hartman, he's such a knob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, there probably are a lot of threads like that. I read it already. already. Yeah. And
2: uh, <laughs> well, and to be uh, fair, and I said yes in the sense because I remembered from last time you saying that when you used to post up about uh, you know things that were going on for Tellum, Steve, Dave, they would downpost yeah. you, and that's just such <laughs> a knob move to do.
0: Oh, did you? Did you? Um, I mean, I don't want to give this. I don't even know who the person is, but. So recently, Walt gave me a quote about our album, about our new album.
2: It's written on the poster, isn't
0: it? It's yeah. That's one of the advertisements. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm I'm looking. That's one of the alternative uh, promotion things we're doing. Is kind of like you know we don't have a lot of money for like, uh, real advertising. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to people, maybe like Jared from Bowling for Soup, like Walt, like whoever I can get
2: to give swallow. me a quote
0: about the album. El- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's, he's
2: actually, sorry, just to point out, is also got. <laughs> he's also got the theme, the, uh, one of your songs at the beginning of my episode now, haven't I? Smile. That's right. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I love that you have that smile is smile is the first uh, like, full band song that I ever wrote. Everything else, I you know, I wrote a couple songs before that yeah. that were very simplistic on, like, one guitar. Smile is the first time I wrote it with a lead and all this stuff, and I love Smile. We, we still play it all the time. It's one of my favorite songs we play. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, different people were going to get uh to give us quotes. So I made that image of Walt giving us that quote for that album, and I put it on the Tell Him Steve Dave Reddit page, and people started – People were people were okay about it. Someone was a little bit like, hey, this is kind of self-serving, which I'm like, you know – I, I, again, I think of Reddit as a place where it's like, if you want to, if you have a Reddit board about something like a podcast, like tell them Steve, Dave, I think posting about anything that's remotely related to it makes perfect sense. Even if it is a little bit self-serving and being like, Hey, like, you know, I work with the guys. I was on an episode recently. Um, they've used my music probably four or five times throughout the different projects. Um, yeah. Walt said this thing about an album. You should check it out. That makes total fucking sense to me. Absolutely. Anyway. And so, uh, people weren't that bad. But then someone took the image and they changed the quote to be like, this band is like a piece of shit. It's, it's, it's like, it was like, uh, this, it was basically about, it was comparing us to Bowling for Soup and saying that we suck and Bowling for Soup sucks. And the person made this image about how we're a piece of shit and posted that on Reddit and was mimicking me and saying like, I guess he was saying stuff. I don't really understand. I, I, yeah. I honestly don't remember because for so- I don't know if he deleted it or someone might've reported it or whatever, but like, it was really, really mean and targeted directly at me. It was very strange. This is like yesterday, the day before, and uh, I don't know. It was very, very odd.
2: I'd stay clear of Reddit, to be honest. I don't think yeah, yeah. I don't think many people are really on that. You know, like not. I mean, obviously, there probably are going to be a few nice people on there, but by the sounds yeah. of things, it's just such a
0: negative environment. I, I wouldn't even go on there personally, yeah. but. It's it's you know it's probably like 90% really nice people and then 10% of people who fucking patrol reddit to be police and be like this isn't what I want this what I want to see here or you know this is self-serving in some way or whatever and uh, those people are always going to stick out and it sucks. Yeah. It sucks because the community of tell him Steve Dave listeners is like there's Twitter, which is very, very open, and it's hard to really always get to people. Uh, there's the, the, the group pages on Facebook, but there's not that many people on them. There's, I think that the biggest one has like 1,400 followers, but the Reddit, Steve, tell them Steve Dave community, I think is like 8,000 or 9,000 people. So I love posting stuff there just to get out to people and discuss things. I think it might be the best – it would be the best place to do it. If pieces of shit didn't patrol it and act like dicks to everybody, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, that that probably makes up a small percentage of those people. But those people just comment all the time.
2: They got the biggest mouths.
0: Yeah, it, Reddit seems like the place to go if you're an internet bully that wants to impose your own personal rules and beliefs on people. You know, um, so it's hard. It's hard because I always want to post there, but then. Like, I posted there, and there's actually a guy who was fairly nice about it. And he was like, hey, this post is a little self-serving. You already posted once about your album, because I posted about the the Resin Skulls. Yeah. He's like, you know, the album sounds good. I'm really happy for you guys, but it seems a little self-serving. So the guy was not a dick. Yeah. But then other people were posting like, dude, I love that you posted this. I found out from your album from this. I love that you posted this here. It makes total sense. Like, I think you should continue to post stuff on it. And I was like, I don't know what the hell to do. But I probably won't post stuff about senior discount on the tell them Steve they've read it anymore because of how negative a reaction I got yesterday from that guy taking the Walt image and writing all the shitty quotes on it. It's a bum out.
2: Yeah, it is. And it was completely unnecessary for whoever that person was. And I mean, you can name and shame them if you want to, and I'll leave it in.
0: (laughs) I don't, I don't remember. I don't, and, and and it sucks because on Reddit, it's all just like weird names. Like it'll be like Jimmy scooper 22. And like, so I don't know who these people are. I don't remember. Yeah. I can't even remember. So yeah, yeah, it's really strange. It's really strange. I think that there is like a little bit of uh, jealousy. Uh, it's more like I think that there's a, a little bit like, well, how come this person like works with them, or how come this person does stuff? And it's like, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. It's weird because it's weird because like to me, Them Steve Dave is a great community where people can really get through to everybody to talk to the guys and be part of the show, and it's like that's kind of the basis of it. So I don't think of it like that. I think that everyone's just having a good time. But I do think people want to come down and impose those weird rules sometimes and it's a, it's a bum out. But what are you gonna do, right?
2: Yeah, there isn't anything you can do. Um yeah. as soon as freedom of speech became a thing, you can't take people's yeah. freedom of speech away, unfortunately, can you? So
0: Yeah, I agree, I agree.
2: Maybe we should take it away a little bit though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. and also I noticed that on the um warp tour, uh Pennywise were there, they're another band that I really like. Did you oh, yeah.
0: get to play with them? Uh, Pennywise was not in Connecticut. There, there, or is there quite a few? See, it's so. How old are you? I'm thirty five. Okay, so what I think of when it comes to Warp Tour was the bands that defined it in probably the late '90s when I was pretty young. You know, when I was in like sixth grade, whatever, um, sixth grade through like you know eighth grade, those bands that defined it to me in terms of like uh, Lesson Jake, Real Big Fish. Pennywise, no effects, rancid, um, less than Some forty one, kind of. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Some forty one, a little, a little bit after that, but they definitely fell into the camp. Yeah. And then it, I think Warped Tour really took a left turn and got away from that, and they took a like you know they went kind of towards um metal or kind of like the new like hardcore. Yeah,
2: because it was new metal at the time, wasn't it?
0: Pennywise, I definitely think of as one of the people that started uh the kind of the punk rock that I think of when I think of Warped Tour. But now they're kind of more of like a legacy band where like they can always do their own headlining shows. They can always kind of pack a place out. So basically, what I think of Warp Tour, I think of those bands that like No Effects, Rancid, Lesson Jake, uh, Real Big Fish, um, and Pennywise is one of them, that a long time ago they were like kind of coming up and establishing themselves a little bit more with Warp Tour. Yeah. But now they're so established that I don't think Pennywise would be on like a whole Warp Tour or the whole, you know, or the entire run. So it's one of those things where I'm not sure exactly. I think that they are on this year's Warp Tour, but I'm not sure like how many dates. It might just be like a week or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Yeah, I just had a lineup up, but then um I think did I see something about it being in Detroit as well?
0: Oh, yeah, Warp Tour is like 40 dates long.
2: Oh, right. Okay. So it's all over. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all over the country. This is actually so this is the last Warp Tour um, we actually had Kevin Lyman, the founder of Warp Tour on our podcast earlier this year, right before Warp Tour started. And that's how we, we, when we got added to Warp Tour, he came on our podcast and announced it. I think what's going to happen is Warp Tour is the largest traveling music festival in history. Like it's the biggest one ever, uh, as opposed to something like Lollapalooza or Riot Fest or whatever that only exists for like a weekend. So what I think is going to happen is next year they're going to do Warp Tour, but it's going to be like four dates or five dates, uh, you know, across like maybe like Boston, Chicago, LA, New York, something like that, so you know?
2: Big cities, so to speak.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, I think it's going to continue. But yeah, right now it, it is a cross country thing with like 40 dates over the course of the summer. Ah. By the way, it's crazy. They Kevin Lyman told me on the podcast when they go to Canada, they have to get 900 people over the border overnight. Oh my God, of course. Yeah, yeah, right? Can you imagine that? That's a, uh, it's crazy. That is insane, isn't
2: it? Um, Yeah, I mean, oh, because I've obviously I've never been uh, well, not obviously, but I haven't been to Canada before. Is it quite hard to get across the border or is it harder to get from Canada to the US?
0: I don't know if the Canada border is super strict. I mean, I think I went to Niagara Falls, which basically connects New York and Mm. Canada, and uh, I didn't actually go over the border. I, I don't think it's that hard, but getting nine hundred people across for this check would be crazy because they do kind of check stuff. They want to make sure no one's bringing like illegal stuff in or whatever. But it yeah. seems like a, a crazy experience to get that many people over. Definitely, yes. <laughs> we, we played a show in Boston with Tsunami Bomb. Uh, they're a punk band from the U.S. too. It was on Fat Records, and they're really a big band. Some. Sorry. Yeah, and they're and uh, they were like, "Yeah, we got to go to they got we got to go to Canada tomorrow." And it's a couple of us that have some checkered pasts. And we'll see how that affects them. <laughs> uh, they were going for Pooza Fest, which is a huge punk rock festival, kind of, or, or like a huge music festival. And uh, they they were fine. They got right across. They were fine.
2: Okay. I was going to say, did you get a follow-up? Well,
0: that's a They're of, good. They did good. That's a bit
2: boring, isn't it? You almost wanted to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I always think about that. It's like... If you want a good story, you kind of don't want it to happen to people you know because they gotta go through some shit for it to be good. So I know what you mean. <laughs>
1: yeah, I agree. But
2: then, when you're in a punk rock band, you do want the shit, don't you? So you know. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, I think so. <laughs> I'm so distracted by my own hair in this sketch video.
2: <laughs> it's, like, it's so big, you're like a cockatoo.
0: I am. I really am. Jesus Christ. My I have a stylist, and uh, she's pregnant right now. And I don't know when she's giving birth, but I should go to her before she gives birth and get like a nice haircut. I never want to get a haircut before a big performance because you never know if it's going to be exactly what you want. And uh, so I haven't gotten a haircut. This has been a this has been a fucking weird year for me in terms of comedy stuff and music stuff and film stuff. Honestly, it's more stuff than I've ever done before. It's been very weird. Uh, but uh, yeah. So I've been keeping my hair, letting my hair grow. You know
2: yeah but do you you do realize there are other hairstylists out there so you know she does happen to drop a baby
0: i've had a couple stylists that i was not always happy with them she's the best maddie oh, okay. she's the, she's my favorite yeah she's great
2: so you're gonna wait you're gonna wait like a year until the next cut then. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah
2: right. <laughs> you better have it all well, shaved I think, off
0: <laughs> i think she's gonna give birth in the second week of august so i think we got a little bit of time to set it up i'm gonna text her and see when i can come in
2: yeah yeah just pop around yeah. her house
0: yeah, right. Like I could, I I know her really well. I could do that. I've been to her house. Oh,
2: okay. Oh, well, that's all right then.
0: Actually, you've got to be friends with your stylist. You got to be good friends with them. Oh,
2: definitely, and tip them well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: right. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, there goes your ear. Exactly. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do my own. I do my own uh, sound effects on this podcast. <laughs> It's perfect.
0: You should make a soundboard of you making all those sounds, so you don't even have to do it live. You just press the buttons. I like that.
2: Yeah, I need to get a soundboard first, though. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I think about doing that maybe a little bit further down the line. So, have you got any more? uh, Tell them Steve Dave projects coming up that you can't talk about.
0: (laughs) So we did. uh, You know, the secret. the, The secret for a long time was elephants in the room with Scream Bear and Scream. Yep. Which Walt and I were working on for a long time. Right after that, I don't think people know this. Right after that, Walt called me and we had a long talk. And uh it was basically like basically about what the follow-up project was gonna be because people really responded to Scream Bear and Scream. People really yeah. loved the aesthetic of it. It was real specific. That was really that was honestly, uh that was one of the most like stylized projects I've ever worked on. You know, we went to the stash and we shot it all day. And it was me and Getum and and Walt and Sunday Jeff. And me and Walt had talked about it ahead of time. But we had all this footage that we planned on using with this old Mexican monster movie. And we didn't know how it was going to go together. So it took me a long time to figure out how to make that new footage look like that old movie you know what I mean, yeah. to make it look really, really authentic, because that was really important to me for selling what it was. And after, you know, when we started putting it together and I started figuring out the idea of the subtitles, because we didn't know what we wanted to do. And I came up with the subtitles thing. I didn't know even know if Walt would like it, but he loved it. When I started doing that, I realized I'm like, I'm like, people would be would love a whole movie of Scream, Bear and Scream, yes. you know. Um. And uh, so we've been talking about that. We've been we've been talking about the idea of what that would mean.
2: I actually think that it was actually like "Elephants in the Room" was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But I think "Scream" Baron "Scream" was actually loved more.
0: I I, I I hear you. It's it's interesting because "Elephants in the Room" to me is the best Tom Steve Dave film project, and the reason I feel that way is because it's the it's the thing that you feel is most in Walt's voice, but with all the authentic way that everyone interacts with each other when everyone's mad and everyone's arguing and all that stuff and the stuff that goes wrong it's so perfect um i feel like it was a gift that i got to work on it but but the thing is with with scream bear and scream it's interesting because with the elephants in the room it's like an hour and a half project scream bear and scream is four and a half minutes long so it feels a lot more rare and like you barely get like a tiny bit of it so i think that that's really kind of the situation going on with that but i am proud of both of them but so we were talking about doing um You know, something like Scream, Baron Scream in a full movie capacity somehow. Okay. Honestly, this was probably... uh, What I'm guessing happened is behind the scenes, they found out that Comic Book Men Season 8, I guess, is canceled. Yeah. And they started going down the Patreon route, right? Mm -hmm. And I think... I didn't know about this right away, but eventually Walt told me about that. And he said, like, what do you think we could do for it? And we started talking about different video ideas that they could do for the Patreon. And... Then it switched, and Walt was like, you know what, I'm just going to focus on podcasts for the Patreon, and Brian's going to run all the video stuff for it. So Brian and I started talking, and when I went to Jersey last time and was on Tell him Steve Dave, we talked beforehand, and there's a couple things that have now been shot that'll be part of the Patreon videos, because obviously when you sign up for the Patreon, I think I think that they promised a total of three videos a month for, you know, if you look at all the tiers together, I think it's like, Maybe there's two videos a month for the $10 tier and then a third video for the $20 tier, something like that. And so we should be responsible for three videos a month. And what can I say? Um, Is what I'll say. I'll I'll give away a little bit more than I normally would because it feels like the guys are fine with this. You know, there are a couple new characters the guys have come up with um, recently that have been kicking around. Uh, They have their own Twitter account. Does it
2: have anything to do with uh, Pimble? perhaps yeah
0: and maybe those guys (laughs) maybe those guys are shooting a little bit of their own show i don't know who knows Ah. who knows and uh honestly i think you know the finalized first video that we're going to do for patreon i think i sent it to brian on monday night because we were talking when i was at warp tour on sunday and i was tweeting with the, the pinball twins as you might have seen and uh who said they were gonna take over Warp Tour and come out and do the do the whole show? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I I was gonna work on it that night, but I was fucking dude. We got to Warp Tour at eight thirty in the morning, and then they get, it's a lottery, and they tell you when you are playing. We were playing at seven forty p.m. at night, so we were in ninety degree heat oh. for eleven hours before we played a set.
2: Oh, that's ridiculous. We're actually in that heat at the moment as well. So uh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do understand where you are coming from with that heat.
0: Yeah, uh, we're so, not very used. To, we're not used to it at all, though. Oh, it's crazy. I know. It, I know. So I finished the video. I've been working on it for a couple of weeks. I finished it. I think Monday night, and I sent it over to to Brian. So whatever the new video is going to be, the first one on Patreon, it's it's with them. And I I honestly thought it was going to go up in the middle of the week, but maybe because they dropped a couple other things this week, uh, they just wanted to push it a little bit. Um, but I'm sure it's going to come up. Any day now. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it came out tonight or tomorrow, but I'm not sure exactly when. Yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, we're working on we're working on that. And then uh, there's actually another video that's been shot that I have kind of in my queue to edit. And uh, Brian told me to come to Vulgarthon. I actually when so when Vulgarthon was announced for Jersey on August second. Me and Kevin Smith actually have the same birthday. It's August 2nd. Oh. and uh, Right, yeah, very cute. <laughs> it's um, very cute, but also very awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I, I texted Brian, and I was like, hey, do you want me to come to Vulgarthon and shoot some stuff for the Patreon, some film stuff? And he was like, I was thinking the same thing, and uh, he told me just to come. I don't know what the I don't know what the plan is for filming. My plan is just to bring my camera, and we'll just shoot stuff all day together, you know, at Vulgarthon, and we'll just, like, see how it goes and, and see what we want to do with the footage, because I'm, I think that... If we shoot some fun stuff, I think we could put it together no matter what it ends up being. Um, but you know, the, the idea with Vulgarthon, I guess, is that Kevin's going to show five of the movies, which I don't know which ones, mm-hmm. and he's going to do an, a live podcast between every movie. So it goes from 10 a.m. to midnight. And so since it's in Jersey, I'm imagining that Brian and Walt and possibly Ming and Mike are going to be part of that live podcasting. But as far I, but I'm not sure yet. I don't even. I honestly don't even know if, if Brian knows or not. But either way, I'm gonna come and film that day and just see what happens. You know, um. So I I don't know what it's gonna be, but I know that we have some, you know, the video's coming out. We have that coming up, and I think that basically we're just kind of open for a bunch of different things. From what I talked about with Walt and Brian, they were like, yeah, let's plan a couple different videos for Patreon. Then you can come up and just like stay here for a couple of days, and we'll hire you to to work on all that stuff with us. And then you can go back to Rhode Island and and uh, work on the video stuff and edit it. So that's the plan right now, and that's what's coming up with with new video stuff from Tell Steve Dave. Honestly, what I'm hoping happens, and you know, I don't know what's going to happen, is I hope that Brad and I, I do a podcast with my buddy Brad. We're comedians. We do live comedy together, and we write together. I hope that we get hired to work on Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Where the plan is hopefully to submit to write again this season. Um, The head writer had talked to me a couple months ago and said the plan was to have us submit again. And if I get to move to New York, New Jersey, then I'll be able to be there all the time to work on Tell Steve Day video stuff, which would be a big help. Yeah, especially with the Patreon.
2: Yeah, because are you, is it about four hours that you are away or?
0: It's honestly, it's probably like four hours and 40 minutes. So when I drive there, it's like over nine hours to go there and back. Hold on. I'm going to get a a lozenge. Okay. (laughs) A lozenge. Do you call it a lozenge? Yes. Or is it cough drop? Yeah. See, I say lozenge and people make fun of me. Oh no.
2: We say cough drops as well. So you're just calling it its technical name.
0: I don't know why I say lozenge. I just do.
2: (laughs) I just quickly going back to the Patreon. I was going to say that um, because at the moment I'm only I'm doing the five pound tier one mm-hmm. so i'm thinking mm-hmm. i might start upgrade i might actually upgrade this to the 10 uh 10 dollar mm-hmm. one
1: mm-hmm.
2: but i was actually speaking to um do you know dr josh rush from he does yeah. the uh he does uh, the sound of media for hollywood babylon oh good cool. yeah so his episodes coming out this weekend so i spoke to him last weekend and um, that's great yeah he's he's pretty cool and he was saying about how the fact that he's got this um space monkeys video that uh Q and bry had recorded it like years back and I was like, oh they should like so hopefully if he can get it sent across, that might be quite
0: fun as well. There is some old footage too that they shot a couple of years ago that I've been talking to Walt about putting together for like over a year now. Um and they just whenever they want me to do it, I'll do it. But I do know that that's coming down the pipeline too. Fun stuff. Fun stuff that they shot a while back. And um
2: And you definitely can't say that you you know, like the money that you spend, however much it is on this Patreon, you don't get enough content. I've currently got forty-five episodes I haven't listened to.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Yeah, I that, it's, it's that. awesome. I'm. I think. I think the Tellum, Steve, Dave is the perfect group to do it. Like, I actually text with Brian and Walt often about it, where I'm like, I, I really believe. Like, first of all, it's it's awesome that it's a success because it's what almost up to six thousand people I think on the mm. subscribing to it. Right. I think it's awesome. Because they really have done so much different stuff that's within their voice that I feel like they have the perfect fan base to say, Hey, whatever you guys want to do, we're going to be happy to do it. They just care about the personality of the guys, they care about the relationships of the guys. They're the perfect group of people to do it. They just, people care about their personalities more than anything. So saying, Q. Walt and Brian are gonna do a game show. They're gonna do a murder mystery. They're gonna do a horror movie. They're gonna do a movie review show. They're gonna do whatever. People just want to see them all together and see them interact. So a Patreon is such a great place for that to happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna be great. It's it's interesting. I, I will say it's it does seem like a lot to keep up on. You know, um, it seems like a lot of work for the guys to produce everything. I know it's you know from my standpoint it's really an extra podcast every week. An extra, you know, t- basically an, an extra three, vid- uh, three videos every two months, um, the comic book pages and uh, access to all the old stuff, all, all that different stuff. And plus the merch uh, bonuses and stuff like that, the discounts. And uh, I think the real challenge is going to be k- keeping up with the new podcast and the video stuff, which is why I think the best situation would be for me to move to that area and help them consistently with this stuff. Because it's, it's already been so successful that the real challenge is going to stay on, is going to be staying on top of it. And I think we can do it. Um, but I just, uh, yeah, I think that'd be the easiest way to do it. <laughs> even even if, uh, you know, and even if we, I don't get to go down there right away or whatever it is, um, you know, I hope we'll, we'll just, like, keep up with it. But there's definitely uh, a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, so.
2: Oh, well, fingers crossed for you. Yeah, because I love, out of the two of them, out of New York and New Jersey, personally speaking, I love New Jersey. Only because it reminds me more of home, in a way. So it's a lot, it's a lot quieter. It's not the big city, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, Yeah. yeah. I mean, I probably went to the quieter parts of New Jersey. So Mm -hmm. I can't really Mm -hmm. speak for everywhere in New Jersey, but
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you completely.
2: So I really enjoyed that. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, and I was definitely. thinking, I was
2: actually thinking, cause you know, I said about the fact that, you know, I'm going on the cruise. We need to speak to Brian Quinn about getting a uh, senior discount as one of the acts.
0: <laughs> I know. Get you on the boat. A, I, what I want to, <laughs> I uh, honestly, what I want is to, I mean, I'd love for discount to play, but I want to get on as comedians too. Me and Brad, Yeah. I would love to do a live show. I'd love to do. Um, see, it's so funny. I haven't told this to anyone yet. The first person I'm going to tell this to.
2: woo Breaking
0: news. Right? There's a comedian that lives in Rhode Island named Ray Harrington. He's very funny. You know, he, you know, he performs nationally. We've been working on a secret video project since October as well. Really important video project. I, I, I'm i just hoping it goes in, in a good place. But uh, for our Christmas comedy show, Brad and I put on a Christmas comedy show at a comedy club where we headlined. We hosted all these events. And one of the things we did was we called Ray Harrington on stage, who was a stand-up comedian. Yeah. And I said, Ray, you're going to help us close the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chuck and Brad's A Christmas Carol. And we wrote the entire Christmas Carol play, and we handed him a script and made him perform A Christmas Carol with us. And it was all jokes. Jokes about him are in it. And I would (laughs) love to do that to Q or Sal or even Brian or Ming, anybody. Um, and I think that that format of us writing some, you know, script could be a Christmas carol, could be whatever, and kind of forcing someone to deal with our script in front of an audience really fits in with what Impractical Jokers does. And I think it can be really, really, really funny. So I'd love to get in the Practical Jokers cruise for comedy and for the band. I'd love I'd love both those things to happen. Um,
2: well, let's face it, they can, bring. They, you know, it's quite easy to get one more person on the boat, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to uh I'm gonna reach out to the Impractical Jokers manager and say, hey, we'd love to perform on the cruise. You know, we have this kind of crossover following. A lot of people are aware of us. I think a lot of people would come. There's this
2: girl from England who has this podcast yeah, right. who really wants you to be on the boat so exactly. that we can have drinks together. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly right. <laughs> um, and, and hopefully and hopefully they'll like our comedy stuff. I mean, we've headlined at our at comedy club in rhode island uh for the past year a bunch of times so we have a lot of great footage of, of what we do live and it's very alternative and it fits in really with what impractical jokers does yeah so um i'd love to pitch us as performing on the cruise and i'd love to go on the cruise
2: yeah because i saw a stage performance uh, it was like a clip of yours where i'm trying to think uh, one of you had drawn something and then you had to describe it yeah
0: yeah yeah, so basically, yeah, what that what that is is um, it's it's such a great bit. I love it. I think that we could tour with this. I love it. So, a good example of the most recent one was Jurassic World: uh, Fallen Kingdom came out at the end of June. Yes. So, the night before it came out, we did Chuck and Brad reimagine Jurassic Park, and Brad, who is a terrible, deplorable artist, <laughs> drew all the entire movie of Jurassic Park, all the key scenes, and we went to a comedy club and uh, I took all of his drawings, and I, I wrote a narration of the movie based on his drawings. And also, he's reading the narration live, so it's also stuff from his point of view that I wrote. And we just headlined with that bit where he gets to go through, and it's like a 30-minute bit um, where we go through the entire movie right when the, the – you know, whatever the new movie comes out. We did the same thing for with uh, Avengers when the new Avengers movie came out. We did it at Big Apple Comic Con, and we did it in Rhode Island. And it's such a great bit, and it's so easy for people to relate to because I think if you, you know, you lock into our personalities live, and then you see the, uh, you know, you see the bit happen, and if you like Jurassic Park, you get it, and like even for people who don't know the original movie, I think they like it. But yeah, it, it makes perfect sense, and it fits in with the Impractical Jokers like crazy. It fits in really, really well. Um, yeah, I hope something works out, man. I hope I really want to work with the guys uh, on Impractical Jokers, but we'll see.
2: Yeah you're <laughs> going to yeah. that side now <laughs> a little tiny one a little. <laughs> when it's tiny it's that side when it's big it's that side <laughs> yeah
0: yeah exactly yeah right so funny
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh you you silly
0: sausage <laughs> yeah. you silly sausage that's a new one i like that yeah there we go we're, we're upgrading from briefcase wanker to you silly sausage i like that and
2: have you been calling people wanker since
0: uh, oh yeah Brief, briefcase wanker all the time that's what i say yeah uh, yeah what's... no not really. no. <laughs> <laughs> i like i would like to i would like to but yeah. i have not
2: yeah it's a bit like in my job i'm in customer service i quite like th- to tell the customer you're not right <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's great but i think you should
2: yeah that's never gonna happen yeah right so with regards to paper plastic records you know what is done the pipeline for them at the moment. Or for yourself through them, sorry, is what I mean. So you've got a new album coming out.
0: Well, basically, uh, Paper and Plastic Records is like a punk rock label. They've put out a lot of great albums by a lot of great bands. So it's very humbling to be on this label. They're doing they're doing a really cool thing, If if the listeners don't know about it. So they do a series called Sound of the Skull what they do is they produce these resin mini skulls that are based on the album art. So they, I, we, there's one that's out there that's based on our new album. Our, you know, Senior Discount's new album is called The Best Revenge. It's on every digital platform. But if you go to the, the Paper and Plastic website and you go to their store, they have a thing called Sound of the Skull. And it's a, a resin mini skull based on our album art and it comes with a key that slides in the back, and it's a USB of our album. Oh. And it's a combination of like a cool like collectible thing with the album digitally. Really cool, right? That
2: is amazing. I bet there will be so much to ship to the UK, though. I want one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You should, if you go to the website and check it out, see how much it is to ship. I don't know. Yeah. But they, you know, Paper and Plastic, focus on vinyl releases, and what is what is going on right now? I'm just looking at this. Oh, okay. I see. Never mind. Sorry. I got confused. Sorry. Um Just don't worry. On...
2: Don't worry, Chuck. It's just my... another bit that I've got to edit out. <laughs> sorry.
0: My hand was going outside the Skype frame and I couldn't I couldn't for some reason I could not understand it for a second. So dumb. All right, sorry. Such
2: an ego of ego the ego of the front
0: man. <laughs> my no, head, no, my was, head like... was going out. No, it wasn't my head. It was my hand. Oh, hand. I thought <laughs> that there was something in front of your camera, and I was gonna try to remove it, but there was not. Um but uh so, thank you. Paper and Plastic Records focuses on vinyl releases as well as collectibles and toys and stuff like that. Like they go to toy shows, like you see like toy conventions. Yep. They actually produce a lot of toys and they bring them to conventions and stuff and they produce this toy for our album, this collectible skull. And we're super psyched about it. We think it's awesome. I love the idea of it. I think it's such a fun alternative thing. And, uh, you know, if you're a fan of Tell Steve Dave, it kind of crosses over with the yeah, uh, with the skulls. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because, uh, you know, I put up a thing about it online. It's like, hey, man, we did this. You know, I love Tell Steve Dave. But truthfully, Paper and Plastic has been doing this Sound of the Skull thing for a long time. So it's kind of it just kind of fell into place coincidentally in a positive way. It's a cool connection to the show. But um, in the future, you know, Vinny's been really nice to us and he's been, you know, staying on top of it, like you know, reaching out to me and talking to me about everything. It feels like. Basically, I don't know exactly what the future is going to hold. But it feels like if I reached out to Vinnie and said, Hey, Vinny, we want to do a, a new album for next summer. Can we, you know, will you guys uh, with a record label cover us going to record it and put it out? It seems like he would say, sure. It seems like it's not a big deal to him. And he'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, it's almost like we got to make this contact with him. And, uh, you know, we came through with uh, an album that I am really proud of. Uh, I I love the aesthetic of the album. I love the artwork of the album and the promotion. I love just like the way that it feels where it's this old school kind of nautical beach feeling. It really fits like new England and and stuff like that where we're from. And uh, I feel like he's happy with the amount of work we're putting in and what we're doing for it. Um, I mean, that's going to continue because the album's only been out for eight days. So there's a lot more to do, but it feels like he would just be down to to help us put it somewhere. Like I, I might even reach out to him because I've wanted to do an album where a couple bands work together to do a Christmas album okay. and, yeah. you know, like have them. I would love to do this. I don't know if we can. I would love to do an album called A Discount Family Christmas where we put out a Christmas album with maybe 10 to 12 songs of like four bands where each band maybe contributes, you know, one to two songs and then there are like two or three songs with all the bands together playing together i love the idea of that it's a lot of work and hard to get together but i wouldn't be surprised if paper and plastic said that they would put it out they're just they've been just really nice to us
2: well that's good and um obviously vinnie is actually in a band so it's at least one band that you'd have locked down
0: anyway wouldn't it oh my god yeah I, I, if less than jake would do a christmas album with us that'd be pretty crazy yeah. but uh i don't know if that would happen but Outside of that, I will say I've been working on a concept album idea for almost 10 years. I've been collecting ideas and 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 jotting down notes and writing melodies and writing music for it um called um The Great American Single and it's about the story of like an independent band starting and and what they do and like how it goes. Um and I really want to write that album. I will say one thing that's really interesting that we might use as a promotion point for our next album is we've actually never written an album all together at once and recorded it all together. It's always been a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there. We make enough money to record a couple songs, we write a couple songs, but we've never written a cohesive album. Even this new album, The Best Revenge, was all kind of recorded separately. I'm proud of all the songs and I'm proud of Mm. the feel of the album as a whole, but It wasn't all recorded together. So, if we do get to do another album with paper and plastic, I'd love it to be a situation where we get to sit down and write an album and go to a studio and record it all together and make it so that all the songs are really cohesive and maybe even tie into each other and link back to different things. Blink182 has an album and it's called Blink182. It's their self titled album. And it's like their, I think it's their fifth album. Let's see, Cheshire Cat, well, Buddha, Buddha, Cheshire Cat. Dude Ranch, Enema. Yeah, so it's like they it's like their sixth album, I guess, and all the songs bleed into each other. It's almost like written yes. as one big like art thing. I
2: do remember the album.
0: Yeah, it has a uh, feeling this I miss you. It has a lot of big songs on yeah. it. And uh they have one song on it where it's like a, a song with a, with a guitar lead that's like, you know, it's at a certain speed and it's like And then the next song, it like basically slows down and slows down and slows down. And they do a whole different song with that guitar lead as the main chord progression in another song at a slower speed, where it's like... And it's super impressive to take that music, manipulate it, and build it into something else. And I'd love an album, not that it's going to sound like the blink 182 self-titled album, but I'd love to do an album where everything is really based on each other and different phrases and motifs and musical things come back in the album and make it almost like a big one big piece of music together. It's
2: almost a bit like Green Day's American Idiot.
0: Yeah, exactly like that. Yes. Yeah. It, it sim- I mean, exactly like that in terms of uh, how it follows in on. terms of. Well, yeah. When it goes together, when it all fits together. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So yeah, I love stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, we've never really gotten to write stuff that goes together in that way. I'd love to. Yeah. Ah,
2: well, good luck. Hopefully that will happen then soon.
0: I, I hope so, too. Yeah. It's my life is my life has been very strange for the past year. In terms of comedy, music, and film and live stuff, so who the I have no idea where we're going to end up. It's crazy.
2: No, but sometimes that's exciting as well, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think I'm just kind of following whatever Passive. whatever positives come my way. I just I just I just go down. I just go where where things seem to be positive and working out, you know? Yeah,
2: that's fair enough. I mean, let's face it. Nobody wants to go down the road that is doomy and dark and <laughs> gloomy and yeah, horrible. Sure, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is good to take the path that is the most successful. Definitely. Yeah. Do you mind if I had a couple of songs from this album? Oh yeah.
0: Or? Yeah. Take whatever you like. Yeah. I'll send you I have a Dropbox link and it's all the MP3s for this album, all like the mastered for this album and everything. And so I'll, I'll send that to you and you can use whatever you like.
2: Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was just thinking that I can um, help put a little bit out there as well.
0: Yeah, yeah awesome. I would re-
2: Selfishly, I can listen. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'll hey, go and yeah. buy it as well. Don't worry. No, no,
0: no, no, no. no. You're you're one. Of, you're on the team. You're on the team of, uh, of the promotional team. So you can, yeah, <laughs> yeah I like high that. High five. I like your, your Skype high five. I like that.
2: Well, or do it with That's the
0: yeah yeah there you go yeah, yeah right to the camera it's perfect
2: <laughs> okay so i've got a little game for us to play yes
0: oh nice i love this okay
2: well this is the hardest true or false quiz that you'll ever take today okay all right let's do it Are you ready
0: yeah even i yes. don't know
2: the answers it's an app that's going to tell us the answers
0: all right true and false let's do it
2: all right so lightning never strikes in the same place twice
0: is that true or false? Um, I'd say... See, in, uh, I guess I'm going to go false because it's possible to strike in the same place twice. It's just extremely unlikely.
2: Okay. So I selected false. I'll give you the answer later. Okay. If you cry in space, the tears just stick to your face?
0: <sighs> I'd say... I'd say false. I say they would float, but... Uh, false. False?
2: Okay. Yep. If you cut an earthworm in half, both halves can regrow their body.
0: Wow. I'm going to say true, because I hope it's true.
2: Okay. Humans can distinguish between over a trillion different smells.
0: Trillion? Uh, I'm going I'm to say false. That's a lot of smells. It is a lot of smells. So yeah, let's see. I can only name seven smells, so nope, false. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Adults have fewer bones than babies do.
0: Few, uh, true. True. Because their bones fuse together. I know your skull is in different pieces or something like that.
2: Okay. Yay!
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not
2: supposed to be giving it away, but yay!
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah.
2: Napoleon Bonaparte was extremely short.
0: Uh I mean I say true. I'd say true. I don't I bet I bet he wasn't. I bet you're gonna tell me you're gonna say like actually he was this height, which was normal at the time, but go ahead. I say true.
2: Okay. I'll tell you late. I'll tell you in a moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Goldfish only have a memory of three seconds.
0: Something like that. True. Similar. I don't know if it's absolutely true, but it sounds true.
2: Okay. There are more cells of bacteria in your body than there are in human cells.
0: What do you mean? Say that again. There are more more bacteria in your body?
2: There are more cells of bacteria in your body than there are human cells.
0: Oh, Oh, okay. So there's more cells. I'd say true because the cells might be smaller, maybe. Who knows? They say true.
2: Okay. Thank you. Your fingernails and hair keep on growing after you die. True. Okay. Birds are dinosaurs.
0: Birds are dinosaurs? Sure. I don't know what that means, but true.
2: (laughs) To be honest, I'm learning things on this as well. So I'm sort of thinking I would have answered that. Oh, I wouldn't have answered that. You know, like kind of thing. (laughs) So it it costs the U.S. mint more to take. Uh, Sorry, it costs the U.S. Mint more to take pennies and nickels than the coins are actually worth.
0: Wow. True. At this point, true.
2: Okay. Thank you. Water spirals down a plug hole in the opposite directions in the northern and southern hemispheres. True. Yeah.
0: I know that's true.
2: Okay. <laughs> I gave it away a little bit, but
0: <laughs> Yeah, a little bit.
2: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I found out a different answer.
0: <laughs> I guess so.
2: <laughs> Sorry. But I thought it was That's true right. too. So anyway.
0: I, maybe it's just in different like I know in Australia it goes backwards. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. That's
2: what I thought too.
0: So I think I think it does, but maybe it's not this the hemisphere thing. Maybe it's a different reason.
2: Okay. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin was the first man to urinate on the moon.
0: Wow. I'm going to say false. I don't think anyone pissed on the moon. Wait, do you mean he pissed like inside the spaceship or on the moon?
2: Uh, It says on the moon. So
0: I don't think he peed on the moon. Okay. But yeah.
2: Twinkies have an infinite self uh, shelf life.
0: Twinkies have an infinite shelf life. Yeah. I think that is true.
2: Okay, there's not many more, by the way. Hu- That's right. Humans can breathe and swallow at the same time.
0: Um, breathe and swallow. I mean, I'm trying to think. I think that might be true. <laughs> 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 just, I
2: just made myself choke. That's all right. So you think that might be true, <laughs> do you After that performance, I
0: think it, I think, yeah, I think it is true.
2: Okay, <laughs> okay, good. You're not googling, by the way. I see your phone in your hand. You're not. Googling I'm not. I'm the not. Answers, I'm not
0: googling. I promise. I'm not. I promise I'm promising. Okay, not. that's all right then.
2: <laughs> the popular image of Santa Claus, chubby, bearded, in a red and white clothes, was invented by Coca Cola for ad campaigns. True or false?
0: Ooh. I think that's true. I think that's true.
2: Okay.
0: Thank you. Yep.
2: The top of the Eiffel Tower leans away from the sun. True or false?
0: Oh, God. I'm going to say true just because I think that's such a strange thing. Yeah. Okay.
2: Drinking alcohol kills brain cells. I'm really hoping for
0: false. It's true. That's true. One more. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The owner of the company that makes Segways died after accidentally driving his Segway off a cliff.
0: No way. False. I say false. I I wish... Oh, God. I kind of want that to be true, but it's false. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. I can't wait to find out.
2: Hey, guys. Gemma from the future here. Before we actually move on to hear how Chuck did with this quiz, let's play one of his awesome kick-ass songs. So here is Afterlife by Senior Discount. Take it away, me! So first of all, I'm going to tot up how many you got right. So you got seven out of nineteen right. Oh my god, it's terrible! <laughs>
0: oh, that's awful! All right, what, what, tell me, tell me some truths. Give me some new truths, new facts.
2: Okay, so you were correct about the fact that lightning never strikes the same place twice. It strikes the same place twice quite a lot. The Empire, okay. the Empire State Building, gets struck over a hundred times a year.
0: Okay. Okay. Perfect. That makes sense.
2: Right. If you cry in space. Yeah. Apparently, yes, you can. Uh, it is true. Uh, you can watch a video of Chris Hatfield or oh, Hadfield, sorry, demonstrating it on board the International Space Station if you want. So, okay. Apparently, that uh, you know, if an uh, astronaut does cry in space, tears get stuck to his face or her face. You know, twenty eighteen. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny.
2: <laughs> the earthworm. Yes. Okay, so that's false. Ugh, that's
0: not okay. True. I keep cutting up these earthworms, and I, I just thought I was helping God make two of them.
2: Yeah, I know. I did too. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's too bad. <laughs> oh, that's
2: a, that's a sign of a serial killer, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, not if you not if you thought they were turning into two more. I was gonna start my own Noah's Ark of just worms.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn. Damn it. Goodbye. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: Only one half of an earthworm can regenerate when it's cut in half, not both halves.
0: Okay. So, oh, okay. That's that's still not bad. So even if you do cut one in half, you've still got an earthworm there. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Just, it's, that's
2: good. Yeah. See, there is his head good. is gone or his bum
0: is gone. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Okay. So humans can distinguish between over a trillion different smells. So you answered true. false, and that one is mm. true.
0: Damn,
2: it's not as let's, good.
0: Let's th- go. Let's go through them all. Freshly cut grass, uh, dog food, <laughs>
1: chocolate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, crack. Okay,
2: it's true. Uh, it's not as good as a dog's, but a human nose is still pretty incredible. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so all right.
2: Adults have fewer body uh, bones than babies do. You were correct. Mm-hmm. Lots of bones start out as several fragments at birth. They fuse yep. together, like you said.
0: Yep. Napoleon Bonaparte was extremely short. That was false. Oh, that was false? Oh, damn it. Well, why? What is up with the Napoleon complex thing, then?
2: Even though he was widely believed to have been short, he was actually yes. above average height for his time.
0: Okay. So he, all right.
2: He was short. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: but yeah. But for his time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. For his time, he was he was normal or, or tall fish. Yeah. Okay.
2: So goldfish only have memory of three seconds. That was false. Okay. Goldfish's leg- uh, legendarily short memory is a common belief, but it has been debunked repeatedly. Really, every three seconds now, (laughs) Jacob.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. How do they test a goldfish's memory? How do they test it? I
2: don't
0: know. They like. Oh man, they gotta be like. They gotta like. You gotta like meet a guy, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And then if the if the goldfish sees him later and he shows familiarity, maybe that's how the goldfish is like nice to the guy or considerate, or he's like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Yeah, like he recognizes him. Yo. The goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this guy knows. He knows. Give me yeah, a half exactly. flipper. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. If the goldfish high fives the guy, that means he remembers him. And so that's how they've tested it. That makes sense. I like that. That's it.
2: Well, the, they end with they. Uh, they can actually remember things for quite a long time. Oh. So I, I don't, I really don't know how. So. Yeah. Good. Right. Of cool. There are more cells of bacteria in your body than there are in human cells. You are correct Okay. in that one. You, nice. you see, I was going to say, you seem deflated at the fact that you've actually got one right now.
0: <laughs> well, it's just, it's just more fun to find out a new fact. Yeah. So if I think something and it's wrong, then you tell me a new fact. That's more fun.
2: Okay. Your fingernails and hair keep growing after you die. That was false.
0: Okay. I, I, I kind of thought it was false, but I was like, I'm going to say true because it seems weirder.
2: Yeah, I thought that they did though.
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought they did too, but I don't know. It, it, that was in my head that they did. Yeah. But for some reason, I expected it to be false.
2: Yeah, well, their answer is they really don't.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that explanation. <laughs> Very clear.
2: So birds are dinosaurs, you were correct. Hmm? So that's good. Okay. Yep. And you were correct about the U.S. Mint.
0: Yep, yep. makes sense.
2: That so water spirals down a plug hole in the opposite direction in the northern and southern hemisphere. So that one was false. It says
1: false.
2: Damn. It really doesn't, even though some people on the equator make a living falling tourists into thinking it does. Damn. Yeah, but okay, I really interesting. That Australia was t-
0: Well, this, on the Simpsons, uh yeah. Bart does it and it goes backwards. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. And then
2: he gets and then he gets kicked by a massive boot, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> classic <laughs> or nearly. Yeah, right. Okay, so this is interesting. Buzz Aldrin was the first man to urinate on the moon. Moon, sorry. So you answered false. Yeah, it was true. Damn, oh, dirty bastard.
0: Yeah, right. God damn. <laughs> first thing you do is you get to the moon, you piss on it. Jesus.
2: Yeah. And also, wouldn't it? Yeah. It wouldn't be on the moon, would it? Because it would be just hitting you in the face. Cause,
0: I think so. I'm not sure. Or, or well, does the it, gravity just go like slow? Does, does do things still fall but slower? Because if you jump up, it's not like you just go out in outer space. You jump and you still return to the the moon.
2: Oh uh, yeah. But
0: I think so. I think gravity might just go slower.
2: Ah uh, yeah.
0: You know I don't know. Yeah,
2: the the second man to stand on the moon was the first man to pee on that. Hmm. Into a huge, into a, sorry, huge, I don't know where I got huge from. It's not even written there.
1: <laughs>
2: into a special bag in his uh, spacesuit shortly after he stepped off the ladder ah. of Apollo. 11 I so see. technically he didn't wee on the um
0: on the moon on the moon, no. physical moon and yeah he was just standing on the moon
2: and also let's face it you know if you know that you're going to be going out what is the first thing you do before you leave the house
0: well it's also if you're wearing a suit that you can just pee in it's just you know and ha- i guess you just do it whenever you feel like it right Well,
2: i suppose yeah it's like wearing an nappy. i guess
0: isn't it? so yeah i guess so <laughs> it's just, it seems seems disgusting to me but hey i'm not an astronaut <laughs>
2: no Twinkies have an infinite shelf life. That was false. So you might say wow. no. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so you've been eating gone off, uh, gone off Twinkies for a while now.
0: Damn. Yeah, that's crazy.
2: The official shelf life of a Twinkie is about 45 days old. Uh, 45 days, Damn. sorry. People have kept them around for longer, but they become inedible. So
0: Yeah, I believe that.
2: Humans can't breathe and swallow. You got that correct. Okay. So that one's boring, even though I demonstrated the fact that it seemed false. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and also, Santa Claus and Coca-Cola, that was, uh, you answered true, and that was false. Really? Santa was portrayed that like that for decades before Coke even got in on the act.
1: Okay.
0: So, All right.
2: Uh, you were correct on the Eiffel Tower. Okay. So that was very good. Mm-hmm. And alcohol uh, alcohol kills brain cells, <laughs> as I just I demonstrated, not by able to read that sentence. And <laughs> you answered true, but that one is false. Woohoo!
0: False? Damn. Oh my God. I had no I, Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm learning a lot today. Yeah.
2: It's good. Yeah. And that is good. a good one to learn. So brain cells yeah. are not dead. <laughs>
0: right. Right. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs>
2: Drinking pretty much any non-fatal amount of alcohol won't add enough alcohol to your bloodstream to destroy any of your neurons.
0: Damn. Yeah. Interesting.
2: The owner of the company that made Segways died after accidentally driving his Segway off a cliff. You answered true. yeah, uh, no, sorry. You answered false.
0: Yeah, I thought there was no way that was true. It was
2: true. Uh, Jimmy Hell.
0: His name is not Jimmy Segway. <laughs>
2: No, <laughs> no, certainly not. Uh, let's call him Jimmy Segway because I can't say his last name anyway. Died from his accident in 2010. So, but how? Ha- oh my goodness! So there we go. Thank you for you know. Thank you for partaking in that quiz.
0: Damn, that's crazy. I, the Segway fact is the best one. That's the most interesting fact.
2: Yeah, I have to say that definitely was. You'd think that. Well, you'd think that you he would have been able to have controlled it and
0: yeah and, saw, <laughs> yeah. and the especially pack. the owner of a, i mean the inventor of the segue you'd think he'd have enough control yeah. jesus christ
2: and see the fact that cliff is coming yeah right yeah
0: damn <laughs> that's crazy
2: okay well hey have you got anything else that you would like to discuss at this point
0: um i think that uh i think that we kind of talked about all the band stuff that's that's going on i mean uh I'm really hoping to continue to play some good shows with the band. Uh, we just, you know, we did our album release party. We did warp tour in Connecticut. We're doing a great show with big D and the kids table in Connecticut, which is a great Scott punk band. And, um, you know, we're hoping to get some other good shows lined up to promote it, but, um, we're really going to be pushing reviews and podcasts and stuff. And that's what we're going to be doing for a little while for the band is really, is really pushing this album. So if people are, uh, if you're interested, go check out Senior Discount The Best Revenge. It's on iTunes and Google Music and Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Google Play, Amazon b 3 all the digital retailers. And if you're interested in a cool collectible, uh, the Resin Skulls that are based on the artwork for this album – Go to Paper and Plastic. Uh, I think it's paperandplastic.com, but look it up, Paper and Plastic Records. Just Google it. And in their store, they have the new Sound of the Skull Uh, for Senior Discount, the best revenge, and it's the Resin Mini Skull. If you're a fan of Tell Them, Steve, Dave, and that's how you found out about me or about Senior Discount, it's a really cool kind of crossover item. Um, But if you're interested in grabbing that, please do. There's a very limited amount. I think there's 33 left at this point in time. Um, And uh, we're really happy with them, so I hope that people uh, respond to them and like them. But definitely if you could – if anyone wants to uh, help out the band, you know, a lot of people have unlimited streaming services now. Like they pay the $10 a month for Spotify or Google Music or Apple Music, whatever it is. Um, Streaming the album helps us a lot. So you don't even have to buy it in that case. You can just stream it and that helps us. Okay. Um, But please share the album everywhere you can. If you want to share it on Twitter or share it on Instagram or share it on Facebook or Reddit, wherever, you know, you partake socially online – if you could just spread the word about the album, that'd be super helpful. It's Senior Discount, The Best Revenge. Uh, www.seniordiscountmusic.com has all the info, all the new merch, the new shirts we came out with for it, links to the Skulls, and links to all the places you can stream the album. Um, but We're going to be really focusing on trying to get this out there to new people and trying to reach new people with this album. It's the first time that we're on a label as opposed to being an independent band, so I hope we get out to a lot of new listeners and uh, fans. And I love to interact with people, so please, please interact with us. Um, I'm at discount Chuck on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook where facebook.com slash senior discount, definitely write us messages to, you know, do whatever you're like, but if, when you reach out, we will 100% always get back to you and reach and reach back out to you and talk to you and stuff. Um, and besides that, I'd say, uh, you know, if you're into podcasts, you're listening to one, so you might be into podcasts, yeah. check out the Ch- Ch- Chuck and Brad podcast. At ChuckandBradPodcast.com, that's my podcast with my buddy Brad, and we talk a lot about the band, a lot of our about our experience in the music scene and playing shows, but also we do you know live comedy. We talk about movies, music, pop culture. Brad's a comedian as well, and uh, a lot of cool stuff coming down the pike. I'm actually I'm going to be announcing a film project, I think very soon that I've been working on uh, with my buddy Ray Harrington, and uh, that's going to be awesome. And I think we're going to have a I hope we're going to have a big premiere in a very special place that people are going to be excited about, unfortunately, in the U.S. for you. Yeah. so But but yeah, but, yeah and, uh, <laughs> but, but stay tuned to all that stuff, you know. Um, yeah, but help us right now. It's, a, it's kind of all about Senior Discount's new album, The Best Revenge. So yep. any way you can spread the word on that, please help us out. I appreciate it very much. When
2: I post the episode, I'll uh, post up a link about it as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And, and thank you for having me on the podcast to help promote it. That's awesome. I oh, I, okay. I love stuff like this. I very much appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, it's, uh, you know, every what was it? Every 16 episodes you're going to come on. Now, yeah. So, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Every, every 16. And you're going to tell me new facts every single time.
2: OK. All right. I'll, I'll write a note now.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like learning.
2: <laughs> OK, brilliant. Well, thank you ever so much for making the time for me as well. Yeah, of course every little helps. And also just a quick shout out for my app as well. So if there's anybody that is listening to this podcast because of obviously who my wonderful and incredible guest is, yes. <laughs> please, yes. uh, yeah, please follow me on Twitter at codswalletpod pod. Yeah. I need loads of followers. I've got, I've got 371 and um, I need more. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Do it. I'll out a, a follower. If you're a follower of me, uh, you know, Go, go follow Gemma Yay. and co- talking co- Quats all up.
2: <laughs> thank you very much.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. And then, thank you for having me on. I really, really do appreciate it. This kind of stuff is really important to me for getting stuff out there. I think that podcasts are like the best medium to actually kind of find out about uh an artist or or an artist like the, the way i feel about things and kind of a new project it's so much more fun than reading a very short article you know what i mean <laughs> actually having a voice and talking back and, and forth to someone and having a back and forth exactly that's what's fun i like about this stuff so yeah i appreciate it very much
2: yep well you're absolutely welcome
0: awesome no problem yeah nice
2: <laughs> We should have got that as a video <laughs>
0: I was going to say, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I want you to keep this in the episode so no one can tell what you're doing. <laughs> for everyone for everyone just listening to this, she did a full backflip. She did a backflip in her house, and I was like, wow, that was impressive. <laughs> At the end of every episode, she has a backflip to celebrate.
2: <laughs> right. I think we need to end there.
0: Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs>
2: Boo mm-hmm.
1: we <laughs>